Welcome to the Yesteryear Chronicles, the podcast that takes you back in time to explore the fascinating events that happened on this day in history. I'm your host, Adrian, a lover of world history and sports. And I'm Becca, your resident science and music aficionado. We're excited to take you on a journey through time, filled with intriguing stories and some unforgettable moments. Becca, do you know what the past and a good joke have in common? I'm not sure, Adrian, what- Timing. Oh... On this day in 1516, the Reinheitsgebot, or the German Beer Purity Law, was established. The law stipulated that beer could only be brewed using three ingredients, water, barley, and hops. This law aimed to protect consumers from poor quality beer and ensure that the finest brews were produced. A noble cause, don't you think, Becca? Absolutely, Adrian. Who doesn't appreciate a quality brew? The Reinheitsgebot is still influential today, with many German breweries continuing to adhere to its principles. Speaking of quality, on April 23, 1635, the Boston Latin School was founded. It was the first public school in America, and its establishment laid the groundwork for the American public education system. The school's prestigious alumni include five signers of the Declaration of Independence and numerous influential figures in American history. Talk about a legacy! On April 23, 1971, the Yati Panga massacre occurred as part of the broader Bangladesh genocide during the Bangladesh Liberation War. The Pakistan army, along with their local collaborators known as the Razakars, targeted and killed around 3,000 Hindu civilians in the Yati Panga area. This tragic event represents just one of the many atrocities committed throughout the genocide, which resulted in the deaths of hundreds of thousands to millions of people. The Yati Panga massacre and the larger Bangladesh genocide underscore the importance of peace, justice, and reconciliation, serving as a haunting reminder of the devastating consequences of unchecked violence and the need to learn from history to prevent future atrocities. On a more uplifting note, April 23rd is also UNESCO's World Book and Copyright Day, which celebrates the importance of books, authors, and copyright protection. The date was chosen in honor of the deaths of literary giants William Shakespeare and Miguel de Cervantes, both of whom passed away on this day in 1616. A fitting tribute to their enduring legacies, don't you think? Absolutely, Becca. World Book and Copyright Day highlights the significance of literature in our lives and underscores the value of intellectual property rights. It's a day to celebrate the power of the written word, as well as the creative minds behind our favorite stories. An essential reminder in today's fast-paced digital world. In 1655, the Siege of Santo Domingo took place on this very day. English forces, led by Admiral William Penn and General Robert Venables, attempted to capture the Spanish colony of Santo Domingo in present-day Dominican Republic. Their goal was to expand England's influence in the Caribbean. However, the English were met with fierce resistance from the Spanish defenders and the local militia. The city's fortifications, combined with a lack of proper supplies and underestimation of the Spanish defense, contributed to the failure of the English invasion. The terrain and weather conditions further hindered their efforts as the tropical climate took a toll on the troops. Despite their numerical superiority, the English eventually retreated after suffering heavy losses. This failed expedition forced England to turn its attention to the less heavily fortified island of Jamaica, which they successfully captured later that year, and so began a new chapter in Caribbean history. It's fascinating how one failed campaign led to a change in focus and ultimately shifted the balance of power in the region. But I'm curious, 
What were the long-term effects of the English capture of Jamaica, and how did it shape the future of the Caribbean? Great question. The English capture of Jamaica ultimately led to the establishment of a significant British presence in the region, influencing the culture, politics, and economy of the Caribbean for centuries to come. As a result, Jamaica became a major hub for the British Empire, with its strategic location and rich resources, including sugar, playing a pivotal role in the growth of the Atlantic trade. Furthermore, the English victory in Jamaica led to an influx of British settlers, which had a lasting impact on the island's demographics and culture. The plantation economy fueled by slave labor became a dominant force, shaping the social structure and leaving a tragic legacy that still resonates today. As for the Spanish, the successful defense of Santo Domingo preserved their presence in the region, allowing them to maintain a foothold in the Caribbean. The city remained a key Spanish stronghold until it was ceded to France in 1795. Thus, the siege of Santo Domingo serves as a reminder of the complex and tumultuous history of the Caribbean. On April 23, 1858, Max Planck was born. A German physicist, Planck is best known for his groundbreaking work in quantum theory. In 1900, he discovered that energy is emitted in discrete packets, or quanta, rather than continuously. This discovery led to the development of quantum mechanics, a field that has revolutionized our understanding of the microscopic world. Besides his work on quantum theory, Planck made significant contributions to other areas of physics, such as thermodynamics and statistical mechanics. He formulated the Planck's radiation law, which describes the distribution of energy emitted by a black body. And this work laid the foundation for his later insights into the quantization of energy. Planck's work earned him the Nobel Prize in Physics in 1918. Today, his theories continue to shape the way scientists explore the universe on both the smallest and largest scales. It's astonishing to think about how much his discoveries have influenced modern science. Indeed, his work in quantum theory has paved the way for numerous technological advances, from the development of transistors and microprocessors to innovations in nuclear energy and medical imaging. His discoveries truly changed the course of scientific history. But I'm curious, what challenges did Planck face in his life and career, and how did he overcome them? That's a great question. Planck faced a number of personal and professional challenges throughout his life. During World War I, he lost his eldest son in battle, and later his other son was executed for his involvement in a plot to assassinate Hitler. Despite these tragedies, Planck remained committed to his scientific pursuits. Professionally, Planck's groundbreaking ideas were met with skepticism at first. Many of his contemporaries struggled to accept the radical implications of his work, However, Planck was persistent and continued to develop his ideas, eventually winning over his critics and inspiring a new generation of physicists, including Albert Einstein. Through perseverance and dedication to his work, Planck was able to overcome the obstacles he faced, leaving a lasting legacy that has shaped the course of physics and our understanding of the universe. Shifting gears to something a bit lighter, Let's talk about some pop culture moments. On this day in 1914, the first game was played at Wrigley Field, home to the Chicago Cubs. The historic ballpark has since become an iconic symbol of American baseball culture. Nothing like a day at the ballpark, wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. And speaking of American icons, filmmaker and political activist Michael Moore was born on April 23, 1954. His provocative documentaries like Fahrenheit 9-11 and Bowling for Columbine have sparked debate and inspired countless viewers to question the status quo. 
Personally, I appreciate how his films make us think and question the world around us. How about you? I agree. His documentaries definitely challenge our perspectives. Although they can be controversial, I think they serve as a catalyst for important conversations. Another moment that shook things up was the introduction of New Coke on April 23, 1985. This reformulated version of Coca-Cola was meant to rejuvenate the brand, but was met with widespread consumer backlash. The company eventually brought back the original formula, now dubbed Coca-Cola Classic. Talk about a lesson in, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I remember when New Coke was launched. It's fascinating how passionate people were about their preferred soda. But of course, you're too young to remember that firsthand, right? You're right. I wasn't around for the New Coke debacle, but it's an interesting case study in marketing and consumer preferences. And finally, let's not forget a milestone in internet history. On April 23, 2005, the first video was uploaded to YouTube. Titled, Me at the Zoo, the 19-second video features co-founder Jod Kareem discussing elephants. Little did he know, this humble beginning would lead to the global phenomenon that is YouTube today. Any favorite YouTube moments come to mind? Oh, there are so many, but one that sticks out is the countless educational channels that have emerged, making learning accessible and entertaining for millions. It's amazing to see how far we've come since Me at the Zoo. I couldn't agree more. YouTube has become an incredible platform for sharing knowledge, creativity, and entertainment, all in one place. It's hard to imagine life without it now. Thank you for joining us today as we explored the events of April 23rd throughout history. From the Rheinheitsgebot and the Siege of Santo Domingo to Max Planck's groundbreaking work and the birth of YouTube, we've covered quite a journey through time. We hope you enjoyed this trip down memory lane. And don't forget to celebrate World Book Day, a perfect opportunity to dive into a new book or revisit a favorite. See you tomorrow for more chronicles of yesteryear.